0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast is with my friend son, Sue Wong from Oahu, Hawaii. And we just kind of talk about what's going on in Hawaii, his lifestyle, his spiritual process, and kind of a lot of the madness that's going on around the planet right now. It's a really good episode. It was a really good chance to chat with my good friend who's got a lot of wisdom So, I hope you guys enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's no secret that I'm into astrology, and the secret is out. So, Ephemeris, who creates astrological talismans of your birth chart, um, reached out to me, and they are sending me a little talisman, which is a necklace, uh, black and silver with a little engraving on it that says the kingdom of heaven is within you. And um, what you need to make the talisman is the date, time, and location of your birth. If you don't have your birth, that's not a problem. You can still create an accurate abbreviated chart um, the charts come in black and silver, black and gold, and black and rose gold. They're made in the United States. Over 17,000 orders have been placed on Ephemeris. To go to Ephemeris and order your talisman, go to www.ephemeris.com. That's www.e-p-h-e-m-e-r-i-s.com. Check them out. Anyways, guys, that was my buddy's son, Chu Wong. And uh, we just we just talked like we usually do. And um, thank you guys for listening. Love, healing, truth, mind, body, spirit. We out. Son. Yes. Hey, man. How's it going?
1: Hey, then good. How are you?
0: Good, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. And today, I'm joined with my good friend, Son. And uh, we're just going to talk about a bunch of random crazy shit, as we always do. So, Son, where are you located, if you don't mind telling the listeners? You don't have to, but you can. Uh, I'm in Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh, okay. What's the weather like out there right now?
1: Uh, we got some We got some rain these past couple of days. This has been really nice. You know, it's been a little dry and uh, much needed rain
0: oh uh, okay been right ra- been uh been dry out on the islands huh
1: It's been hot it's like you know the um it's the peak of summer you know and so it's been really hot and' yeah. really needing the rain and so it's been kind of nice to have some morning rain you know
0: yeah absolutely So son we met what it eight nine years ago something like that yeah it must have been around
1: 2014, 15.
0: I think it was around like it's two thousand twelve i think I met you
1: i think it was after that
0: or maybe two thousand two thousand thirteen yeah
1: probably around there
0: yeah 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 two okay yeah two thousand and thirteen because at the end of two yeah yeah it was two thousand thirteen uh, yeah probably around the middle of the end of two thousand thirteen and uh where did you grow up
1: um you know i'm chinese born in vietnam and um we got sponsored to um you know after the war we um um after the vietnam american war china started invading vietnam and so um they were afraid the chinese people would harbor the chinese army so we got kicked out and we had to catch boats and um you know left sailed up the coast landed in um Landed in uh, China, stayed in refugee camps for six months, and um and then caught another boat and then landed in Hong Kong. Uh, stayed in refugee camps for a year. and then we got sponsored uh, to Hawaii, and I grew up grew up here.
0: Okay, so how old were you when you were in Vietnam? Um, two. And how old are you now? In, uh, I think forty five. Okay, so here's something weird. So my yeah, so we're like basically the same age. I'll be forty seven in January. So I have another friend who's my same age. He may be a a year or two older or younger than me. We don't know because he was also in Vietnam. Oh wow! and, And at the end of the war, and he was like, I guess on a like a plane with a bunch of other influence infants and they were flying out of the country to america and the plane crashed and his mom died and then he wound up coming to america and getting adopted by a family in the midwest somewhere but it's like a similar story Wow. crazy wow yeah he's 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 like a crazy like underground hip-hop guy his name is michael not and he does really good music he's he's like we used to do music together wow cool
1: Really nice. Yeah,
0: I'll send you a link to some of his music if you want to hear it.
1: Right on. Yeah, that'd be dope.
0: Yeah. So uh, you were two, and then you went to Hong Kong.
1: Yeah, China, and then Hong
0: Kong. And w- how old were you when you flew to the United States? Four. We landed in Hawaii when I was four. Do you have any memories of any of that?
1: Nah, vague memories of being on a boat. That's like my I think. My earliest memories was like. Uh, call it crazy but i i kind of feel like i have memories of being in the womb and then um and then next i feel like
0: i do too bro huh yeah yeah just it's like it's not red it's not black it's like both
1: yeah i just remember like kind of like kind of like like in the womb and there's some like light shining through and it was kind of yes
0: a bright light yeah in the middle of the blackness and redness yeah (laughs) interesting crazy bro I've thought about that a few times over the years I'm like damn is that like my memory of like yeah, being I don't know
1: why I remember that and other people said no that's impossible but like I don't know I feel like I distinctly remember having that uh memory and uh I don't know
0: well I feel like people like with us like that um we're we're like off the beaten path type people um we we like tend to tap into things or have like cellular memory or um, like, like, kind of in touch with like, possibly, you know, whatever God put in our DNA or whatnot.
1: Yeah, I, I think, feel like. Yeah, I think we we were just on the edge, you know, of uh, mainstream, not quite mainstream, but just on the edge, and you know, it's what they call the uh, a shaman. You know, is is a person who uh, stands in both worlds. You know.
0: So check this out. When I used to do native sweat lodges, because my grandma, she was born on an Indian reservation. Oh, right. And um, I mean, I was raised Christian, but um, later in life, I, I like found out, oh, she was born on the the Sack and Fox, Muskaki Indian Reservation in Tama, Iowa. And so I got into like native services and things like that. Amazing. And um, I remember one of my elders and he was, he's a powerful elder and like well-known in like the native community all over the country. He's, he's been to like Europe. They've had him speaking at like elder lectures in Europe and all over the world and stuff. And he's like a, like, for me, like I'm somebody who can spot authenticity and like narcissism and sociopaths. And like, this guy walks the path like about as hard as you could walk the path as far as like, like native people go. Um, and I remember him saying in the lodge one time, it was dark. It's like being in the womb, bro. The lodge is like being right. in the room. It's right, like right. really hot and musty. And, um, and uh, he says in the darkness, he says, you know, my elder told me the children of this. Well, he said the seventh generation will mend the hoop. Mm. And everybody was quiet. And he goes, you know what that means, the seventh generation? The children of the 70s will mend the hoop. Oh, wow. I get the chills talking about it. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> That's us. Yeah. We're the, because we're like in this, we're stuck between like the 60s of like the hippies. And then if you look at where the hippies are at today, they're all the boomers. And the boomers, they all thought they were like so edgy well i think about like like what's going on like right now on the planet with like the lgt all these different movements blm lgtp and all these different movements um this is just a repackaging of the 60s hippie movement right and so like all of our parents they like thought they were so edgy and they were going to change the world but they're all getting vaccinated now. And they all think like we're crazy conspiracy theorists. And I'm like, what the fuck happened with you guys?
1: I know. You know, um, yeah, totally. I think in the 70s, I think um, Chiron was discovered in the 70s, you know. And uh, Chiron is the wounded healer. and um,
0: On astrology, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. In astrology. And uh, totally. I think uh, a lot of what we see in the uh, world theater is distractions, you know um all on purpose misinformation on purpose because uh, they've been forever they've been um they've been muddying the waters so that we can't catch their scent you know and and really yes. understand the, the the power structure you know
0: absolutely yeah it's it's really crazy man freaking uh just how much the world has changed since we met and stuff i think the last time Ooh. i saw you at Hat- it was. I think the last time I saw you was. I don't know. Did you come to my apartment in Lahui, or like I met yeah, up I with you?
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah. Lahui.
0: And I was like painting that picture for Tiki Tacos, or something. Hmm. I don't remember. I feel like that was the last time I I actually saw you.
1: I think yeah. I think uh, you know I came down. I worked on you a little bit or something. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. But you were actually in Kailala with my cousin when when I married my cousin. Oh yeah, you remember that? Uh, vaguely
1: having that. Who's your cousin?
0: My cousin, Cristaline. So she, her, and Damon. I call them both my cousins. Damon is is my cousin by marriage. Mm. Um, but he's I'm super close with him. Uh, but they went to Kailala. I got ordained to marry them like a, a month before. Amazing. And then this guy, Brando, oh, um, yeah. you know, Brando, he used Bra- to serve yeah. for like Andy Irons and shit. Yeah. yeah. Brando just passed, bro. What? What happened? That guy saved my life. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you that it, it happened while you were there. Huh? So how did he pass? Uh, he took his own life. Ah oh, man, yeah he was, he, he was in it. He was, lived a rough life, dude. He 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 lived through some shit, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean Waniha is kind of heavy, you know. He,
0: him and him and Alakai saved us, um, but like I showed up to to Kaulaau. Brando brought me in on his jet ski because I didn't have time to hike in. I was like it, it was yeah. like I had a few days off of work and I had to like get in and get out. Uh huh. Um. And, uh, so when I got there, you were there and there's like a bunch of hippies and then my cousin, and I said, what's up? Cause I r- recognize you. And then my cousins, like the next day we're going to get married and they got married and you remember that big, like that coral cave off to the left of the waterfall in, in Kalalau. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day we, we did the, the ceremony and you were like one of like nine people that we all met. Or I mean, I knew you, but uh, we met all these hippies and people out in call out and they like helped with the wedding and made my cousin like a, a floral headdress. And, but you were there. You don't remember that? I don't.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: Getting old. <laughs> yeah, bro. Frickin. Uh, but the next morning after the wedding my cousin damon he says to me hey let's go out and and body surf and i'm like all right let's do it and as we're running he was ahead of me i was like looking at the surf i was like i was like i should tell him don't go like any like to where the water is above our waist And I was like, oh, but he, he writes all these books on like nature and shit. He's got like, he's got like a, he's like a national bestseller. He wrote a book on the John Muir trail. I was like, he knows, he knows, he knows Uh, not to, (laughs) nope, he didn't, he didn't know. And he fucking swam out and then I was like yelling and he couldn't hear me. So I had to swim out to him and fucking, then I realized, oh shit, like this shit is heavy. Like damn. I'm going to, dr- I was like, oh shit, we're going to drown right now, dude. Like, cause the, the, the surf was so heavy. We couldn't swim. The, the, there was the rip current was so, uh, strong. We couldn't swim sideways. Wow. And I looked at him and I was like, damn, bro. I was like, I can't believe you didn't know better. I was like, I'm actually a little bit nervous. And he's like, well, don't panic." And as I said that, I was like, dude, don't be scared. You you can't leave this dimension in fear. And he said, let's float on our backs. And I was like, okay, cool. So I remember floating on my back and swimming like a honu, bro, like a turtle. Oh yeah. And then the and the waves weren't like they were. Just, I was just like floating above the waves, and then all of a sudden I heard a motor, and I look over my shoulder and I see Alakai, who's dead too. Alakai passed away a few years ago. Alakai and Brando are on a jet ski. Oh damn. Coming at us, bro. The thing was about Kalalau is every once in a while you'd have a boat or a jet ski out there, but yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't always like that, bro. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah, We
0: were so lucky.
1: Yeah.
0: They yanked, they pulled us in and mm. I was like, Oh fuck. Alakai, I must look like one dumb Holly and fricking. He goes, no bro. We all, we all go through this. And then Brando said, uh, he said, he said, Oh bro. He's like, he's like, fuck a couple months. And he's like, he's like, I grew up here surfing with Andy irons, bro. He's like, a few months ago, I was in Ka surfing and it got dark and the the surf was heavy and I was like, I got stuck. And he's like, and the only way in was to swim towards rocks, but I was afraid I'd get crushed or fucked up. He's like, and so I started screaming and he's like, and I screamed for like five, 10 minutes. And then he's like, it was getting really dark. And he's like, he said, I told, he said, I told myself, man, ain't nobody going to save you. You better swim towards those rocks. So we swam towards the rocks and um, he said that uh, his board got dinged up and he got like a couple bruises, but he was okay. He's like, but it could have been so much worse. Yeah. Damn. Brando rest in peace, huh? Yeah. R.I.P. Damn, bro. So Uncle
1: uh, Uncle Ed just passed. Ed. Ed's the kahuna at, at Anahola
0: oh okay was he he was the one that used to like watch the um the
1: female hail.
0: yeah yeah the hail. yeah 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 wow crazy he passed, same
1: day, he passed the same day as the queen really yeah same day
0: holy crap
1: yeah major uh it's like a major hmm, life chapter a major closing a major new beginning you know because both of those were like kings and queens in their own right you know yeah Uncle Ed was, uh, he held down a lot of space and uh, he held down that Heiau and that powerful vortex, man.
0: Yeah, did so- did somebody like uh, take that over after he passed?
1: Well, Kaimi, them guys, uh, you know, he's one of four Konohikis, land chiefs over there. And Kaimi and, 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 his, um, and some other guys are the other Konohikis, you know. And so they're all kind of scrambling to get their paperwork set because I think he said... Uh, Uncle Ed was holding down like seventy-two thousand acres behind Anahola from development, you know. Wow. They have, they have the crown lands and stuff like that, you know, and um, and and he was like, you know, the state's gonna try and move to sell them and, and all that stuff. And so yeah, they're still they're still mobilizing, you know. I'm sure he's super busy.
0: Did you know um, oh, Wa- Wa- Wai-Ali and Kailoa? Uh oh, no, I'm not familiar. They used them. to they used to do like they were like kind of like they worked in the Qingyang Village as like janitors. Oh yeah. And, but the, so according to, well, I heard they were like the, la, like some of like the last, um, remaining family members of Kauai Royal family. Oh, wow. But I tattooed, um, Kailoa. And then I wound up paddling for Hanalei Bay and Kailoa and, and, um, while were there and, you know, cause I, I you know, I'm not straight, Hallie, but I look Hallie, whatever. But when, when I would go, like, like nobody really talked to me. I mean, they would say, "What's up to me?" And then I had, I went for like a couple of months. Or like, and then, um, like they were smart. They were super cool because I tattooed Kailoa. and uh, uh, he he came up at the end of practice because everybody like talked to them because they were like champion paddlers, right? And then Kailoa came up in front of everybody and he gave me a wooden paddle and he's like, Hey bro, we're, we're happy that you're here. Wow. We're, you know, you're, you're coming, you're, you're hustling, you're working hard and we want to see you keep coming. And we know you don't have a paddle. So we wanted to give you a paddle. Whoa. And there, there was a couple, yeah, I'm getting the chills right now. Talking about it. There's a couple ways I looked at it. I was like, fuck, like, yeah. kalo hooked me up cause I tattooed him or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, but he also did it to break the ice for me. Oh, and yeah. the other um paddlers yeah the other the other paddlers and the locals and then after that like people started saying what's up to me and talking to me more and asking me about tattoos and things like that it was really cool of him to do that all right on you earned it crazy brother crazy so when you moved to hawaii what island was it oahu oahu and you lived there for how long um mm-hmm
1: not sure i probably was here for like 30 years then i moved to the mainland uh trout lake washington at east City ranch for like a few three four years and then i was at Kauai for three or four years
0: and you're in oahu again right yeah mm-hmm. yeah i thought you lived on big island for some reason too uh
1: nope. no i used to visit big island a lot until i came to Kauai and i was like what is going on with kawaii yeah 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 like oh wow this is next level for me when i visited kawaii kawaii was like i felt this presence to the wind to the rain to the storm and i couldn't quite put my finger on it. i was like hmm it felt like you know when you enter into a room and you know you feel somebody looking at you and when you turn they look away and i'm like hmm like i'm feeling something and um finally, like uh, when I was up in um, Waimea Cannon, and there was that waterfall that falls into the cannon, Waipo'o, and um, there was a double rainbow. And this time I saw her, I felt I felt her, I saw her. And then when I saw her, she looked at me like it was just this uh, face in, in the sky over the double rainbow. She looked at me and then she just winked, you know, and I was like, what? Whoa, what is going on? And and then, it it was the consciousness of the uh, of the island. It felt like and um, and then I felt her energy rising up to the people, and that I realized she was connecting me with people. You know, yeah. It was uh, wow. It felt like Planet Avatar.
0: Um, I think didn't you like used to do? Did you do like Tai Chi on the beach or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I used to run Qigong classes. Yeah, I think I think. I I came to like a couple of your classes too. Yeah, I ran a I ran classes
1: at the at the Kilauea Park, and I used to do morning sunrise practice over in um. Oh, where is this? Uh, ah, cannot can't remember. Yeah. At the one. Yeah, there.
0: get get getting that age. You know what's crazy about like the Hawaiian Islands too is like, and I could be wrong, but like like they all had these like different like the 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 polarities of masculine and feminine were so different like Kauai felt like the 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 feminine mother yeah. um and uh Big Island felt like an angry like adolescent oh, boy yeah. um Oahu felt masculine to me um and uh Maui felt like androgynous oh wow yeah
1: yeah each island such a unique character and and flair and flavor you know um you know they're like different temples with different guardians and different lessons you know i feel
0: yeah what do you think like because i don't know like i like i loved like with kawaii like all the beauty it was like the most incredibly beautiful yeah just heaven on earth garden of eden totally and um you know i was blessed to have been able to do you know organic farming and agriculture and landscaping and helping assist arborists and stuff like that that was really incredible and learn natural law from uh the the land itself and i got to do that a little bit on maui too but um i felt like there was a lot of like hard lessons like some of the hardest lessons i learned were on Kauai. like hardest lessons i learned since i was in prison you know like i had been in prison from 93 to 99 Kauai would would come in second place on like some of the most difficult emotional moments of my life oh wow well and i went through my pluto return on kawaii oh wow Hmm. and pluto represents transformation and death and rebirth
1: yeah yeah yeah, I do know Kauai, You know, um, I read something that really made sense. They said Koi has this dual aspect of like Kuan Yin, loving, compassionate Bodhisattva, and also there's this like Kali side. You know. Yes. Hard knocks, and, and I feel like like uh, I feel like I have a personal relationship with Koi, Grandma. I call her grandmother, and uh, I feel like you know she she loves her grandchildren, and and um, you know provides the beauty. The possibility to experience um yeah this heaven on earth but and, and at the same time like oh grandmother will crack a whip at you, <laughs> you know I mean? uh,
0: yeah, yeah for sure
1: but yeah there was a lot of like darkness a lot of like drugs and stuff like that in the neighborhood where i was always like challenged as well like um yeah now come to think of it like you know i had a lot of like um hmm, spiritual energetic challenges and like.
0: Mm,
1: what is it fighting off but like oh, i don't know what was going on there was a lot of like energetic attacks uh in my dream in my sleep and um it was like wow definitely initiation you know
0: yeah yeah man freaking uh yeah i was the first time i ever well the only times i ever i was able to do it twice astral projection Nice. was on Kauai when I lived in Did you ever come to my like I feel like you came to my studio. Remember me and Brian used to hang out all the time? I
1: didn't. I think I think I came to your studio one time. It was in Kilauea town. Was that it? Yeah, yeah, it was
0: Kilauea. That's yeah. Oh,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. That and I painted it all like like sage green and I put like the silhouette of the owl in it and I
1: remember I coming like... by once and uh, it was dope. It
0: was a cool patch. Yeah. yeah. But I I was able to uh, actually – I did astral projection twice out of that room. I mean I had to do these like specific intense meditations and stuff. But I legitimately astral projected. I remember I was like lying on my back and all of a sudden – and I was doing this like – and I believe the meditation was me climbing a ladder. And I just kept meditating. that I was climbing this ladder into the sky. And bro, no bullshit. Uh, I went to sleep and left my body, looked down at my body, floated through my door. But I was like floating like 10 feet above the ground. And even in my room, I was like 10 feet high looking down at myself. Wow. And then I floated through the streets of Kilauea. And you know how you have dreams? The streets and the, the cities are always different. Uh-huh. Always different. Uh-huh. There, was, there was no difference in this dream. Wow! I literally was floating through the actual streets of Kilauea and I floated like a few blocks away and then like floated over my ex-girlfriend and was like looking at her in her bed for oh, like, wow. I don't know, like 30, you remember Shaston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had broken up a few months before. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like floating above her and looking down at her and then like floating back to my room. And
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that was like an actual astral projection. Super cool. So, uh, what? Uh, how old were you when you started like realizing, like, oh shit, like something's wrong with this planet, and why don't other people see it?
1: Um, you, I think I was I was around twenty five, and I met my um my Taoist teacher. You know. And, um, I was doing Qigong meditations with them. And, um, and then like the first, the first day, you know, in the meditation, he said something that just clicked. And, and I knew I was looking for this guy for a long time. You know, I felt this resonance, like something clicked. And I was like, Whoa, I need to study with this guy, you know? And, um, and he was like, you know, "Hmm." he was a trickster. My first teacher was a trickster and almost really gifted really talented had a lot of uh yeah um a lot of gifts but then um and you know he's he was the first one to introduce uh, that bridged the gra- gap to me about like ets and spirituality but um oh turned out he
0: was a shadow teacher <laughs> uh <laughs> well hey the, i say that about like the elites and everything i'm like guys like there is like a divine uh dualistic consciousness that has reigned over this planet for a specific amount of time and these elites that are doing all this horrible stuff um in one sense are actually our teachers they're teaching us you know just how far the human spirit can fall from grace and what not to do in you know positions of power and and just you know just how deep the darkness really is and how important it is to uh to stay in touch with the spirit and and that that vision and and connection to light
1: yeah so true i mean um you know a part of my research right now that what i uncovered is freaking incredible you know so this is my conclusion right now that um and and i traced it all the way back to the Bible biblical story of when Lucifer was cast down into the planet, you know? Yes. Uh, he was cast down in a flash of light. And then, um, yes. And then, you know, um, and then I think what happened and then, you know, I don't know what the story with w- there happened there, but then I believe that he is the historical or the mythological
0: Chronos, father. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Check this out. So, uh, on March 13th, uh, 2020, uh, I was. It was Friday the 13th, a Masonic holiday, and uh, I was tattooing in Los Angeles. At the time, I was living in Washington, but I was was visiting LA to tattoo, and it was a Friday the 13th tattoo special, and that's when the COVID hysteria was unleashed oh, on America wow. on Friday the, on Friday the 13th, which oh, I was amazing. like, oh, wow a masonic holiday go figure but corona means crown right corona also means Kronos. Kronos oh, right. is saturn right saturn right. is satan
1: right right yeah and so so you know what i realize is that like um chronos overthrew his father uranus and 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 gaia uranus was the father of the sky and gaia was the goddess of the earth you know and So when he supposedly overthrew his father, the father said, um, your offspring will overthrow you. And so then that's what happened. You know, Uh, Zeus overthrew his his father, Kronos. And then Kronos told him the same thing. When your offspring will overthrow you, you know. And um, so you know the story, that, uh, uh, that prophecy. And so what happened was Kronos would come down here. Have his way with, with the mortal mortal woman and in the Bible, as yeah. they said in the Bible, you know, the the sons of God saw the uh, daughters of men fair and fine and and they came down and came unto them and and these daughters bore them children, and these were the yeah. men of great renowned men of old, you know. And the these... the Nephilim and the Raphaim. Right. And so you know what happened was uh I believe that this bloodline mm-hmm. is still the bloodline that runs this world and Absolutely. You know, when they talk about God, like in the back of bill, the they talk about God in God we trust. They're, I don't, they're not talking about the God in heaven. They're talking about the God of this earth. Yes. God of this earth, which is Satan and it's Zeus and that bloodline. Like,
0: you what? hear the dog barking?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bah, call Confirmation.
0: On I know what her problem is. Uh...
1: Confirmation.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's like yeah. the geckos, huh? Yeah. And, and for the listeners, when we talk, like if me and son were in Hawaii right now talking somewhere and all of a sudden we heard a gecko go, tip, 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 that would be a confirmation of the story that we're telling. Nature is letting you know, just yeah. like eleven eleven or yeah. eleven twenty-two or whatever, or 11, 33. That's nature letting us know. Yeah. So, so, yeah, go on. So, you know,
1: this, you know, um it's known that like 99 or 98% of the United States presidents, they're all related. Yes. They're all one bloodline. And when this like, you know, you're free to choose your elected representative, choose anybody in our family. (laughs) Like this bloodline has been running and ruling this planet since the, yeah, dawn of recorded time, you know? And um, I think people, and, and they're still doing that, still eating babies and having sacrifices with little ones. And Zeus was a- Bam was zeus was an adulteress he was a rapist he was a pedophile he he abducted yes. men women boys and and girls and you know it was like when i saw that I was like oh man it makes total sense and in the old days they said like well zeus was a god and so he, that wasn't uh wrong he was just doing what he needed to do to have his due you know have his payment you know because it was due yeah. to him and so these elites feel the same entitlement they believe that this is their world and it's the it's just like the story that they tell us of the vampires where they feel like they're an upper superior class and so and and men and mortal mortal humans are are vile and vulgar and that we need to be ruled upon you know and that's their perspective you know
0: well the crazy thing is like eight months ago i was like when i was no man shit, it must have been probably about a year ago i remember being in the bathtub in washington you know, um, after kickboxing, because I would take these Epsom salt baths and then I would like, you know, salt is a crystal and like I would deprogram. Mm. And um, I remember thinking, like, why are they like this, the elites? Mm. And then the vision of what you just said was, oh, shit, yeah, they're descendants of the Nephilim and Lo- and Satan. And what did the giants do? Well, they they used treated us like slaves and they ate us for food and they fucked our women. And so these elites, like you said, they're doing that. But like children to them, they're like what we were to the giants, right? We were small. We were innocent. The giants were way smarter than us. They were way stronger than us. And and so the giants were essentially doing like kind of like a, a cult ritual on us to um, trauma- and that's, that's why these sit- satanic uh covens are still doing that today because the children are like us they're small and then you know the elites are taller than the children and so they're just they're they're doing like you said exactly that bro yeah yeah I and guess. i and i put that in a podcast i want to say oh, nice. shortly after i had that revelation i was talking about that yeah I you mean, know that's why they're eating they eat the children and they drink their blood and shit
1: exactly uh, you know or, for or the- even
0: even this remember uh fee fi fo fum i oh. smell the blood of an englishman is he live or is he dead i'll grind his bones to make my bread oh wow right dude Good the story one. of jack and the beanstalk
1: jack and the beanstalk um what was the other one uh david and goliath yep uh there was i even saw this uh picture of uh somewhere in mexico or south america where you know they were all like taking down a giant you know and also yes. why the uh old churches had these huge j- doors for giants you know
0: absolutely and the old churches they have bells that are like 10 12 13 feet high like we could fit into these bells right. and i was like thinking i was like well okay well i seen these other pictures these black and white pictures of like it looked like a junkyard like how you would see cars but there was like hundreds of these gigantic bells all over this this like this thing and it was a black and white picture and then i thought about like the liberty bell and and um philadelphia and how there was a crack in it Uh and and what like you know what that symbolized you know or like what it potentially symbolized or why the fuck would they use a bell with a crack in it and call that the Liberty Bell? And it's because I feel like sound healing is is what, you know, and you know how the churches all have the mandala windows.
1: Yeah, totally. So the
0: sound will shoot through the mandala-shaped windows. Uh-huh. And, you know, fractalize our blood or whatever.
1: Yeah. And they heal have us. Those, they had those huge organs, you know, like magnificent organs. Yeah. So so you know, one thing that I've been pondering is that like that these when when um they said when Kronos was ruling, it they said it was the golden age of man, you know, and and I was like, hmm, golden age. And then what I think was when he came was cast down, he came with advanced knowledge of creation. Yes. And that, you know, he, he built a lot of technological marvels, the ancient megalithic structures. And um, you know, I I haven't really hmm nailed it down but i'm what i'm pondering is like were these ancient sites their sites you know because we think these ancient sites were like you know uh benevolent and all that stuff but uh i don't know
0: yeah you i should i should send you my my podcast episode uh 110 tartaria and the millennial oh, I, I yeah, yeah like, I, listened to that. I feel like that was like because everybody talks about tartaria and i'm like Man, if you, like, look at, like, what's going on on this planet and, and you see all these photos of these melted the, the fact that the moon only looks like, you know, two-thirds of it are bright. Um, you could kind of, like, envision that, like, that we are actually in the timeline where Satan returns for a short season to deceive mankind because when I look at all these You know like the the politicians all over the world. They're like the same character Right
1: absolutely been ruling they've been ruling for this whole time I I don't believe we've come to this place and time on humanity and the earth naturally on and on our own, you know, I believe like It's the hidden hand that's been ruling, you know, absolutely there's no way that we came up to came to this time and place in in our evolution through our own choices um they have always uh been ruling behind the ground because they knew that at the time of David and goliath that like humanity there's when we get together like we could do anything because we were made in the image of God and they yes. would was, was jealous they, they were jealous and envious and they wanted to come down and rule over us but I don't think he realized that like God we were created in an image of God and that we would assimilate learn and evolve and adapt you know and um and so now i believe the prophecy is that like we will overthrow cuz i believe some of us be, were descendants of of these uh, beings you know
0: Yeah absolutely
1: yeah well, that, like... Go
0: ahead well like um i was saying to somebody recently i was like um the people that are running this show the you know the descendants of Cain or whatever you want to call them uh the, the this this the the seed of the serpent um the synagogue of satan you know whatever you want to call it and it's in all the abrahamic religions where it talks about this specific type thing and um these people were raised in these like demonic cults where from infancy to adulthood they were basically programmed through trauma right oh, like yeah. so we're starting at infancy where yeah. they're they're sexually uh, uh, abusing them repeatedly. Yeah. They're they're physically and mentally abusing them. Mm-hmm. And eventually that that splits their mind. They they disassociate from reality. Mm-hmm. And then they put them through like boarding schools and and like all this crap and 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 they they, they don't receive any love or compassion. They're only sense of what this world is about is the material plane it's to get money it's to acquire land because if you also look in the bible cain was without a home he had no land he was a vagabond he was cursed to wander the land Hmm. and the Canaanites were also the same way They, they had no home and that's why i believe during the tower of babel they tried to globalize and take over the world because they didn't have their own homeland. And now they're they're trying to do the second Tower of Babel, at least in my opinion. And they have no compassion. and they look at us and and the, the, the and, and and just how we're able to work through problems and figure things out and and not like um, and without, you know, with limited resources, even, right? And, and so I think they're jealous because they're all trust fund babies, you know, psychopathic trust fund babies. If they were left alone in the wild or in in the middle of uh, the streets of LA or something, they'd be dead men walking on the spot. They don't have, they don't have our, our creativity and they don't have our compassion and they're jealous and they're punishing us for that. Totally. And they're trying to take over the world and everybody's land.
1: Totally. Yeah, wild ride. I mean, um, you know, when when you go down the rabbit hole, a lot of people, you know, um, don't want to look at certain things because it's dark or it's negative. But like, yo, when you go down the rabbit hole, it does get dark. It's the, it's the rabbit hole. You know what I mean? But if you if you just dip your toes in and you just go in a little bit, it's super dark. But like, the only way. Out is through, and when you go through and you dive in deep, there is light because you realize that light yes. there is the God, and there is a plan, there is a divine plan, there is a divine orchestration. But like you got to dive in and go through the darkness, you know.
0: And, I was, I was literally thinking about that earlier today. I was like, I was driving to go get that that MacBook I told you about. Oh yeah, video editing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna in the next week or two I'll I'll have a video that I may, I'll send it to you. I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm going to post it right away, but, um, nice. but I was like thinking about that. I was like, it's like, uh, God created certain men to be like super soldiers and, you know, super intellects and healers and this and that, and, you know, builders or whatever. And then there's people like you and I, and we were built with the fortitude to digest information that's so dark mm-hmm. that most people would run away in terror mm-hmm. or simply deny its existence because they don't want to believe that that's at or or refuse to look at it because, like, you know, how the Hawaiian hippies are, you know, it's everything's all blissed out and shit. But I was thinking about, like, you know, when you do dive into that darkness, you do find the light because you, you you realize, you know, if these evil fucks have so much power and they're, they're running so much of the material plane through this darkness, well, then the only way to deceive them or to outsmart them or to win them is to find the light in the spiritual plane, which is eternal and, and everything on the planet disintegrates over time mm-hmm. the spirit is eternal though dude like so you have to get in touch with the spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean i mean because you know uh, i recently recently saw people posting and commenting on um that you know our spirit is eternal and with god and there is a desire a need actually a craving for truth that, you know, we need truth, we want truth, and we can't help but desire and seek truth. And uh, growing up in this world, it never made sense to me, you know. And um, the only thing that really made sense was the truth and to, to seek the truth, you know. And I feel like having come upon these realizations, it really brought me peace because I understand that, like, why I never really fit in and why I never really belong was because I didn't come here to belong. I came here to, like, disrupt the system. Yeah. Is, like, yeah to to um to reverse engineer and understand how and what happened down here so that the god source within us can learn from this experience you know
0: absolutely and it wasn't
1: it wasn't an easy job because uh you know we knew coming down here that we would forget our memories forget our past and we had we'd have to like drop in into the thick dark mud to, and then and then try to rise out of it you know
0: yeah and with yeah.
1: COVID and, and pandemic, it was like really um, sad and disappointing to see how many people that actually fell for their lies, you know?
0: Well, and that's, that's a thing too, is um, when you look at like, you know, these elites and these government people, and yes, I, I hate them. I, I don't like them. I feel some compassion for the infant they once were. They got abused and all that. Like nobody should have to experience, you know, that type of trauma. But and make no mistake, like when you read stories about serial killers and stuff and how they were raised, I assume I don't assume I know that's the same way they're raising these children in these cults. And that's why we are ruled by serial killers. Oh, yeah. And with with that being said, um, I look at like, yeah, we're ruled by sick people, but. The sicker people are the one who desire to be ruled by these people, because, you know, for over 20 years, it's been obvious to me what these people were about, you know. Mm. And in the last two years, it has been shoved down our throats. Right. Like like, you know, a dozen times a day how sick these people are. And for anyone To be ignoring this or denying it or pretending for me and and i'm saying this as a fucking like a a, a spotted jaguar they're useless to me they're they're useless (laughs) creatures in the jungle standing between me and the freaking monkey king that i'm trying to take out and these idiots are willing to fight and die for these psychopaths over these ideological beliefs uh, uh, to kill people like us who are trying to literally awaken them and, and help them save themselves and their family. And at this point it's like, they're sicker to me than the elites because these idiots are so scared. (laughs) They're so scared of these invisible monsters that they're doing all this adjust, making all these adjustments to avoid these monsters that are inevitably going to show up on their doorstep. And when they show up, they will not have any type of skills to face these monsters. So to me, they are as bad, if not worse than the elites. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, and and at this point, like I, I wrote it the other night, I was like, from this point on, my tongue and pen are a sword. I'm, I'm done with the, the, the compassion. You know, I think it, they even said Christ would return as a sword, <laughs> not the shepherd. And, and I am. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm tired of, of you know, I've, I've done for literally since my space, I've been like dropping rainbow pills on people and I'm just I'm done with it. It's at this point, I'm like, you're either with me or against me and um if not then let the zombie apocalypse vaccine <laughs> genocide begin because i'm ready for it at this point
1: <laughs> yeah i feel you man i mean uh, you know i think like you know um, i don't
0: want that but hey i also i don't make up the rules in this dimension and i follow natural law
1: i hear you i think you know some of us are warriors and some of us are warriors of light and uh, some of us are really true warriors and yeah, we get upset and pissed off, but like, you know, um, I don't know for for, for me, but like, uh, I don't know for you, but for me, is like, when I get angry, oh man, it doesn't work out good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Cause, cause I feel like, um, you know, this, this, this world of karma and you know, what you put out is what you're and I realized like, uh, I realized that like, oh man, there's no fighting this. And when I, when I surrendered, I realized like, we're not supposed to fight this in a traditional way. It's because this is a spiritual war. And, um, yeah, when you put out the fight, like you become the adversary. And that was Satan's original, Satan original, um, definition was the adversary, you know, of God. He was the original adversary. Nobody would be an adversary against creation, you know? And, um, And I realized, you know, like that saying goes, um, you are what you uh, know that there's a tendency to become that which you're fighting against. Yes. And that's still, I realized like, you know, uh, that's something that I need to be mindful of. And because, you know, they operate out of trickery. They understand these universal principles and laws better than anybody because they, they, you know, part of them are, are angelic beings who have had a long lifetime to document and catalog and. They own the science, they own the religion, yeah. they own the banks, they own the freaking medicine, they own the uh, every single industry. They own everything. And um, uh, they've been setting up this, this stage for us to keep us entrapped in this um, uh, house of illusion and house of temptation, you know, and, yes. and knowing full well of how this uh, universal laws work. But uh, it is, it is. Uh, they are our greatest teachers and it is a, a learning path.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't want to like, again, like I've spent, you know, decades trying to, you know, wake people up. Um, And I don't, it's not my desire that these people die. It's just, I'm just watching nature. It's like, Mm -hmm. you guys are walking into the mouth of the wolf. And, And the scary part is you're trying to bring me with you. And that's when the warrior spirit really comes out. And it's not... I don't want people to die. I don't want people to suffer. You know, like, you know, if if I had my way, I'd, you know, round up all the elites and shove them in a, in a prison cell for the rest of their lives so they could face their ugly reflections. I wouldn't kill them. I wouldn't torture them. I'd let them torture themselves. And I feel the same way about a lot of our, our countrymen and women and, and a lot of the people around us that are just turning a blind eye to it, ignoring it, or going along with it, assisting it. I just feel like, I, I don't. I'm not going to go in full fledged war with them, but I am gonna call it out. And 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 I don't need to go into war with them. They like like you said, if they're gonna take care of themselves, dude.
1: Totally. As that. You saying, know what I mean? As that saying goes, you want to make God laugh, make a plan. And these guys, yeah, <laughs> working their plan for a long time. And I believe. Oh yeah truly believe god will have the last laugh because i don't think he truly satan and his uh lucifer and and his descendants don't realize what god created you know what i mean like and and in the it seems like it's been so long since the beginning of time it seems like eons and eons but i think in the in the in the uh, breath of god it's just been like one in and out breath of god and he's still being intolerant you know and i believe like there we are due for some divine intervention um some friends was saying like you know a parting of a red sea moment you know where um where hmm, I still yeah I just feel have I have a lot of faith and trust that like it won't work out the way they plan you know
0: what I mean bro dude I swear to God bro I've said this on my podcast I know I said it like probably you know 15 16 months ago um the elites have a plan yeah the Democrats have a plan. The Republicans have a plan. Yeah. We have a plan to counter all this. Yeah. And God has a plan. Yeah. And what I believe is going to happen is the elites because they're hell bent on their ego and pride and pride cometh before the fall. Um, and they believe that they're God, they're gods amongst men, just like yeah. the, the Nephilim, yeah. the Titans, the, the gods or whatever. And, um, but God has a plan and I believe what we're going to see is all this stuff unfold and we're going to think, Oh my God, it's going to happen like this or it's going to happen like that. And then God's going to come in with a curveball that none of us saw. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, We might. Yeah. I don't know. There's, you know uh, we don't know what God written in the, in in our codes, in our, in our DNA, you know? And um, all I know is like, there is a divine unfoldment and this is all within God's plan. And if it's not, then why worry? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting to really like, you know, uh, when you really tap into the truth and you realize like, you know, the the new age movement was seeded and and started by these um, Freemasons. You know what I mean? They muddy the waters and they they, they let us off track. And a lot of people who are channeling ETs and things like that, they're channeling like these programs that they've set up, you know, and yeah, designed to hook people and, and and trap people. And um, yeah, it's really interesting to see, you know, and um wow, what an interesting uh ride we're on, you know.
0: Well, the the new age, again, like in that that podcast that I did on the millennial reign, like you have what you know mainstream would refer to as the dark ages which i refer to as the millennial reign which were actually um heaven and earth reunited temporarily for a thousand years mm-hmm. and then you have what these elites would call the age of enlightenment mm-hmm. which you know which is what we're in now according to them uh, the age of enlightenment and it's like well clearly we're we're far less enlightened than we ever were and um yeah man freaking i don't know bro freaking like looking at it all it's it's like it's usurped to like this new age like you said and um of course they called it the new age they believed that oh yeah this is our age right yeah but, yeah, like,
1: yeah.
0: but we're going to go back to a golden age because aquarius is the polar opposite of leo which was a golden age the, the sphinx was built under the, the the time of the golden age that's why it looks like it has the shape of a lion because it was born It was built at the time when uh of the age of leo uh, at least according to uh, I don't know if Graham Hancock said it, but he said that the, the, when he believes it was born, and then I went online and I looked at what um age, uh, I think it was like ten or uh, twelve thousand years ago, and that was like the age of Leo uh, yeah, so I'm we're sure. now we're going to the age of Aquarius humanitarian age yeah another golden age polar opposite of leo
1: yeah excited you know uh excited to see to see like you know um there is an awakening there's awakening in consciousness there is awakening in, in more people realizing the uh the the pandemic the more people coming up with like technologies of like energy healing and and all kinds of things you know and uh it's it's gonna be really exciting to um, see what happens it's like watching a movie oh yeah <laughs> this it's is crazy like the most uh amazing story that's never been told only for those with the eyes to see you know
0: well what you know what's crazy about that I was thinking about was like how many people are addicted to TV shows and this and oh, that God. and now don't 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 get me wrong. Every once in a great while, I might watch something, right? Yeah, yeah, or play video games or whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, this story that we are watching right now is so it's Game of Thrones was awesome. Oh, real life. It's like we oh. are we are an interactive part oh, of this yeah. movie. Oh yeah. It's then- so much more exciting. And people yeah. that aren't paying attention are slipping so hard because oh, they're missing the they're missing passion, out the glory you know what I mean? like they are missing out on missing the out. most fascinating tale
1: and then when all of this is over there we're like oh i missed it i want to go back in like Can you go back in
0: <laughs> yeah it's like i already lived it
1: yeah i think uh yeah it'll be really it's wow you know a lot of the secrets of the universe like the um Understanding how this universe works, how manifestation works, how what you hold in your heart, what your self-talk is, you know, to yourself is what magnifies and attracts things in our life. And um, really, uh, wow, this is a divine special creation that we're in.
0: Now, do you have family in Oahu?
1: Yeah, yeah, my family's here.
0: Oh, okay. So you, that, that's cool. You're out there with the family. And yeah. what, have, what have you been doing to, like, uh, sustain yourself?
1: Uh, what do you mean sustain myself? Like work? Like,
0: or, you know, just like work or... Yeah, getting by. How are you getting by these days? Uh,
1: I do massage.
0: Okay. Massage, healing work, and... um. So a lot of the same stuff you were doing back yeah, when we... Yeah, teaching okay.
1: Qigong classes. And now I've also picked up doing EMF assessments, you know?
0: Cause that, Dude.
1: Cause that fucked me up. I can imagine. Bro, yeah. Um, I What happened was I moved into this... I, I moved back uh, here here at the house with my family's house and then um my brother moved out so i moved into the extension and then um oh i wasn't sleeping i was getting up every two hours and i was like oh i tried doing my clearings it wasn't working and i was like "Bro, there's something here and i actually called my teacher and asked him if i i was kind of like hey chris do you think you could come over and help me out like there, i feel like there's a demon here or something i can't get rid of and then he's like oh just do this meditation you'll be fine you know I did this meditation. It's the, you know, slow, very slow moving uh, mudras and stuff. And, um, oh, the energy cleared like I could sleep. And then it was good for two weeks. Then after that, I was outside hanging my clothes. Then I hear somebody talking. I'm like, oh, where are these guys? I look around. I can't see them. Then I look up. I'm like, oh, shit. They're hanging off on the side of this like 17-story building next to me and working in this cell tower. And I didn't even realize uh. the cell tower there and like Oh, It again, boom, couldn't sleep again. And um, I knew because I was able to track it that like, oh, dude, that thing is like Godzilla just breathing down radiation on me day and night. Yes. And I had to like, I had to research a bunch. I had to buy, buy a meter.
0: You there? Son. Yeah. Oh, you had to buy a meter and
1: what? I had to buy a meter and then I had to like figure out how to shoot my room. And, um, then I realized like, yo, we're all being blasted. And this is part of the matrix system is to, um, disconnect us from the harmonic, uh, frequencies of the earth and creation, you know,
0: absolutely
1: made man-made, uh, frequencies. And so, yeah, I studied, um, I studied uh some, some courses on, on becoming an uh, EMF expert and so that yeah, that's another thing that I do is uh EMF assessments and mitigation strategies.
0: You know what I just recently purchased? What's that? Eight ounces of ground shungite stone powder. Oh nice. What are you gonna do with that? If you're allowed to repaint it, you could get a some type of paint. Oh yeah. Shungite powder. Paint and paint your walls in it, dude. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Yeah yeah yeah. Because even yeah, in Shungai... Russia, to my knowledge, the military is using shungite to uh, deflect radiation. Oh, the wow. military.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's they know that it's harmful, you know. Just they won't acknowledge it publicly. And um, you know, for people who's listening, you know, if you're, uh, I would recommend like definitely getting a meter. To measure before and then after the shooting to make sure the shooting is working, you know, because if you're not careful, you could actually be blocking it and trapping the the uh, signals inside, you know, and magnifying your exposure.
0: Another another thing you could do with the shungite powder is you can get like liquid soap and mix in the shungite with the soap and like, you know, wash your body with it or oh, wow. apply, make like, you know, masks with it or whatever. Uh-huh. I um I've been like the I haven't I kind of dropped like a quick podcast on it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm writing out a protocol right now, a really thorough protocol for um basically matrix and vaccine detoxification, or uh to help reverse or mitigate the symptoms of uh, vaccine. Uh, poisoning and 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 EMF poisoning and things like that um, and I've, I've been writing that out but you and me and like everybody else that I'm close to and that I know and that I relate to we're all doing a million different things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's it's about finding time to sit down for like two or three hours and just really thoroughly do a write-up on it which i'll do soon because that's gonna be when I go on pot you know people's podcasts like i I mean, if you listen to the podcast a bit, I'm like, I always talk about something different on everybody else's podcast. But mm-hmm. um, right now, I'm really, really want to focus on the vaccine detoxification protocol.
1: Yeah, good one. I mean, um, I don't have that problem. Like, you know, I didn't get the jab. Hell no, no, no
0: I, I, me neither. But right. I know yeah, there's people that got it, that yeah. are, it are that had and they woke up. Yeah. I know a lot of people that got vaccinated and they yeah, woke yeah. up. There's yeah. there's like people online. Jimmy Dore is one of them, the comedian. Oh. He's talking about how he got sick from his vaccine and uh-huh. you know. Uh, yeah, definitely.
1: That's needed. Definitely. Um. Yeah.
0: And and the, everybody's like, it's irreversible, and I'm like, Nah, Nah. Maybe nah. the. Maybe the action and gesture of doing it may count against you karmically with God or whatever, which yeah, who didn't. knows. But I don't believe that that almost anything is is irreversible.
1: Exactly, consciousness trumps everything, and um, yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think uh, it, it's definitely not. Re- I, I don't want to believe that it's nothing's irreversible.
0: Yeah, you wanna you wanna fight man-made toxic poison use mother earth and father god
1: yeah use your heart use love use um alternative methods use you know look there's so much alternative information out there you know what i mean there's a mass mass awakening that's happening and um because they pushed it so hard that they caused a backlash yeah a negative reaction and then forcing more people to wake up and that actually worked against them you know um a good one is
0: what you call red light therapy is really, really yes. amazing.
1: Yes, uh, I've, I've, I've
0: done it. I used to have a red light when I lived in Washington. I used to get injured training martial arts all the time. Oh, sparring yeah. and like, shit.
1: I had to buy me a red light device and like I freaking love it. It's amazing. It's like a rejuvenation chamber, you know? Yeah. And also, uh, my friend um, distributes CBD and during COVID, you know, he went to a CBD conference up in uh, L- uh, Vegas and then came back super excited, sent me this report by uh university of Oregon. And in the report, it said that like they had isolated the mother cannabinoid from cannabis and the mother cannabinoid is like the stem cells of that becomes all the other cells, you know? So yeah. the mother cannabinoid is 10 to hundred times stronger than, um, CBD. Uh, it's, and, and it does a lot of things, but it specifically stops the COVID spike protein
0: from infecting new cells. Well, here's another thing, too, is I used to juice, like, ganja leaves. Nice. And that is, like, the super potent medicine is juicing the leaves. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, specifically indica and hybrids, which, damn, that's a, that's actually another good thing to add to the protocol now that I think about it.
1: Yeah, the, the CBD, the, the mother cannabinoid is a very specific um isolation it's it's the cbda and cbga and uh yeah really good stuff and it was recommended to like you know take every day once a pill if you can as a daily uh supplement or take it when you're entering into a high risk zone because it's anti-inflammatory properties is just off the hook you know and even if you caught it like you know taking that will also like stop it in its tracks you know
0: yeah Oh, it's crazy. And where where can you get that? Um, there's a website. I don't have. I can
1: search for it and send it to you later.
0: You just yeah, just send it to me. Got it. And then if anybody asks, I'll I'll give them the information. Perfect. Perfect. So yeah, man. Freaking. Um, what's 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 the movement on Hawaii looking like right now, man? I feel like the locals are more woke than the freaking Howlies, dude.
1: You know, um, I think, uh, you know, they say Hawaii has a um, very low voter turnout rate. You know, I think a lot of people are anti-establishment because it was an illegal takeover. And, um, and uh, I think, you know, people just don't participate. I think they're on the right track. But what's missing is like a unifying freaking um, medium to unify people and connect people and, and give people the ability to um, connect better.
0: Have you heard that um, BJ Penn is supposedly running for governor? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he lost already.
1: What? Well, I mean, didn't they have the uh, what is that? The primaries already?
0: See, that's how you know that shit is rigged. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, how,
0: you know how would he lose? You know, he's like local Hawaiian guy, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is, there, there's no doubt that the thing is rigged, you know, that they control, uh, the outcome of it's not who votes, it's who count the votes, you know, that counts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100. So, um, what, uh, what are some of your future, your future plans, bro? How you, how you, how you keep insane through all this madness and, 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 uh, you know like what are some of your plans for the future um then i'm
1: working on some projects uh trying to spread emf awareness um getting out in nature a lot you know i think that's crucial and and making a personal connection with god you know with yeah, yeah and that that mm, that element of trust and faith i think that's so crucial because that is what the war is on the war is 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 on the frequency to occupy our our consciousness you know and so long as we're not in in love and trust then they won you know and i feel like uh that's the big battle is to stay in in the deep space of uh love and trust keeping that faith alive you know knowing that god is in control you know yeah but yeah being getting out in nature and uh talking with like minds, really the sanity that we know we do need, we need connection. We need understanding, you know, uh, to be understood. And, uh, I think that's crucial because they dominate their, they own their airwaves, they own the media, they own the narrative that like, Oh, every 90, 99%, 96% of people are vaccinated already. You know, you might as well get yours, you know?
0: Yeah. Right. There's, yeah. there's no way 90%. I'll tell you why. Check this out, bro. I've traveled to 16 different States including Mexico, in the last 11 months. Um, I'll tell you what. My belief is that only 60% of people got the vaccine. Yeah. And the only reason why 60% of people got the vaccine is because in the beginning, only about 35 people got the vaccine uh-huh. and everybody else was vaccine hesitant. Yeah. So then they started incentivizing yeah, then yeah. they started shaming, yeah. then they started bullying, then they started oh, really? making va- vaccine passports and those last four steps that they took for the vaccine, that's when the 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 next 20, 25% decided to get vaccinated.
1: Oh yeah, my bad. I didn't really uh, meant 90%, but uh yeah, I think I think it's around maybe 60. No, or but like the
0: 10%. media the media makes it seem like 90% got oh, vaccinated. Oh yeah.
1: No I think sixty or less, you know got,
0: yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was less,
1: yeah, fifty maybe,
0: yeah I could imagine I could imagine fifty percent of the global population got it, mm. but again, we're like like I said, I feel like we're transitioning from this phase of duality into. Something that's more like, it's like a prism, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of two colors, now we have the seven sacred rainbow spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. I did a painting while I was in Maui. I'm going to send you a picture of it. But I was meditating on the checkerboard, but it was instead of black and white, it was black in the seven sacred colors, you know, the chakra colors.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then um and and i had multiple arms kind it looked like i'd be like a like a hindu god or something mm-hmm. but it was because I've, I've been dancing for many years it was actually my arms in different tutting dance oh, yeah. postures uh-huh. but in between each one of my arms was the planets wow mean. the planets and i was holding saturn because i'm a capricorn and that's my planet but um I'll send you the picture, but I painted it while I was in Maui. I I got really deep into um, art magic while I was in in Maui. Amazing and, and, and prayer magic and and um, you know creating things and, and 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 doing art with intentions and using like essential oils and cedar and wow and and and, and dude, it always came to fruition. Wow, that's cool. What yeah. came to fruition? Just whatever like whatever art magic I did. Oh yeah, like, yeah. So wow. like you like like if you have like like the elites, they're doing the dark shit, right? Oh yeah. Like using the television, they're causing sexual trauma all over the planet, wars and poisoning our food and our water. Um, and doing all these weird chants and all this dark, you know, this dark evil magic like i feel like the most potent forms of magic are with meditation visual meditation prayer you know Mm -hmm. and and like you know doing you know creative endeavors to uh you know to bring that shit into fruition like i i visualize like this morning when i meditated i visualized um when i visualize this a lot is I visualize myself continuing to meditate and I visualize it's almost like a time-lapse of myself sitting in a meditation position and, and I'm sitting there in this time-lapse and it's going day, night, day, night, day, night real quick. And I'm aging to the point in this meditation position to where I become a skeleton in meditation and my bones crumble to the earth. So I meditated my entire life in in this visual meditation Uh and I crumble to the earth. And then I visualize myself working out, staying active and fit, I visualize myself doing things that I want to do in the future. Like I want to do this 11-day water fast. Nice. Um, And I visualize myself going through the process of the 11 days, 10 days. And then um, I visualize uh, massive agricultural consciousness and people all over the planet growing gardens. Yes. Uh, I envision um, uh, a beam of light from God. creator of all things the most high Mm -hmm. shooting down into the people that are asleep and like them activating instantly on the spot and rejecting all this this dark demonic shit like them actually waking up on the fucking spot Mm -hmm. i visualize um a, a media like takeover of like private journalists and like the what we would see on television as all these elites getting arrested and like getting you know, shoved into like cop cars and and taken away to be you know f- prosecuted for crimes against humanity. Mm. Um, and you know, I I visualize mm-hmm. become God becoming deeper mm-hmm. and a um, layer mm-hmm. of natural and you know just the reunification of heaven on earth, dude. The Garden of Eden.
1: There you go. That's it. Yeah, but I feel like that, I definitely that's like
0: powerful magic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visualization and really like feeling that and uh, knowing without a doubt, you know, that it can
0: only happen that way. Do you have a strong community?
1: Um, no, I, 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 feel like I'm, I'm not connect too connected with a strong community here. Uh, I think you know I have a little resistance because you know I grew up here. Um, then moving back here, you know, like I feel like I've grown, I grew a lot, and then coming back here, a lot of my old friends, they're like, that I grew up with, like, oh, they're still drinking (laughs) and just saying, Yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) yeah, I'm just like,
0: bruh, come on. I mean, I, I like get it, like, I'm like, I don't party at all anymore every once in a while. I do a hallucinogen or whatever every once in a while, but like, definitely, I know there's a lot of people I know that they're 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 fairly awakened they're pretty awake for you know being drunk and high a lot like i i feel like but to like get to that next level you have to cut that type of oh totally you have to cut that stuff out because that that is a specific type of consciousness
1: totally i mean the whole drinking and how it's designed uh of drinking imbibing of spirits on saturday on saturn's day is a mass ritual that they set up set us up for and i bet you any much that more babies are conceived on
0: saturday oh i would not be surprised no, absolutely cuz it's set and, up that way and saturday is saturn day exactly it's lucifer day you know it's yeah
1: it's, it's it's a day yeah it's the it's they set this up for us and so you know it's easy what is the saying you know like the uh, wide and broad is the road to uh is to hell and, and narrow and, and narrow is the road to heaven you know and that like you know you got to discipline yourself you got to look at your addictions look at where you're still not um looking um at all your uh weaknesses and all your shadows and where you're bypassing you know and you know um addiction you know i i it's been a year now that i gave up tobacco i
0: know no, that's a hard one
1: bro like i'm so glad and so like i feel you know no tobacco no drinking i don't have a problem with it i i would I'm not against having an occasional social drink. It's just that, like, I don't find too many of those opportunities and with people that I truly um, feel that resonate with, you know.
0: Yeah, and also, like, you also, like, what we know about these companies that create a lot of this alcohol, it's not like we're getting, like, a fresh brew from our uncle who grew all of his fruit organically on a farm, pesticide-free. Totally. And. You know, and knowing that we know that a lot of these corporations are part of this inner circle of this dark cult, you know, they're, they're doing prayers and magic and they're sticking stuff in this alcohol. Oh. You know, they're, they're, it's basically alchemy is what they're doing. Yeah. A- and, you know, it's for the, with the intention to, uh, sick the spirit, not just the body.
1: Yeah. Like, why, why do we need to go out and drink? Like, why, why is that a norm? Like challenge and question everything challenge our our programs tradition is another word for programming you know what i mean and traditions there was a reason why based on upon the time based upon the season based upon the environment and necessity you know and you know maybe you're in the north and and it was winter and you needed to drink and to kind of keep the blood warm maybe there were like bacteria and parasites in your water and your food and so you had to drink some alcohol to like kill it you know like yeah you know,
0: like uh, you know, or you put herbs in it, and it simulates yeah. to your blood quicker. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like, uh, but like, you know, uh, mass consumer produced like alcohol and spirits was like, it's a ritual that they set up for us. You know, I mean, like, uh, no, thank you. I mean, yeah,
0: like you just said, consuming spirits.
1: Yeah, it's spirits, and um, you know, we gotta question all of that stuff because they set up, they set up this freaking obstacle course for our spirit to grow and really become sovereign and um to really make conscious choices and then not just go with the herd not just be a sheep but be the shepherd to stand on look over look out for each other look out for our collective look out for your community you know to you know it's not a, it's not a derogatory term to be called a sheep it's just that you're not s- standing up and looking and looking out for for the collective, for your community, you know, and the sheep just goes along with the with the planet, never questions where they're being prodded, you know, and um, so yeah, uh, I don't, you know, I've never been a sheep, I've always been a shepherd and always been looking out for my community and and our collective, you know, and I think um, mass awakening is happening. Sorry, I went off on a little tangent there.
0: <laughs> oh, I, hey, I love I love it, I love it, yeah, freaking. Uh... Well, it's easy to see how that happens when you you know we we live in this this culture, you know TV consciousness, and everybody's got to be like everybody else. And then you get us in schools, and then you basically treat and train our mind to think in a linear fashion, where yeah. it's not about like using critical thinking to solve problems. Yeah, it's more about memorization, and you know to respect and follow authority.
1: And,
0: um, you know, when when you are if you are somebody in the classroom that thinks differently, which is why, like, you know, school isn't set up for artists because artists think differently and we're alienated and we're put on medication and, you know, put into special classes or go to detention or, you know, so that's just me speaking from experience. You know how I wound up in jail and shit is like there is nothing set up for somebody who thinks outside the box. And I've always thought outside the box. Oh, yeah. And so now, like, people's brains have been so overexerted, even if at one point they were had a smidgen of hope to be a critical thinker and to think outside of the box, it's been beat out of them mentally with the structure of how they educate people. And on top of it, it's the the real sad part about it is, is they set up this education system to beat people's brains silly with a bunch of bullshit they don't need to 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 learn but yeah. then they charge you right. to go to these colleges and put you in lifelong debt and the information is so useless that you can have a degree on this information and still not be able to get a job from it that's right. why with when you know when you're arguing with some of these people these these normies or these these NPCs or the sheeple or whatever and they're telling you provide a link provide it's like provide a link to what somebody who got a degree from a corrupt ass college that's putting people in lifelong debt and t- training them to think like like zombies like how is that me providing you a, a link from a peer rev- re- written paper going to solve anything like i don't think like you like i learn most of my most prolific forms of thinking on the streets and in fucking prison and in nature
1: nature is what's you, up yeah you so know what i mean like observation even,
0: observation. even like even being in, in on the streets it's like shit like if i go up this area i'm going to get jumped or when i'm in jail like shit like observing you know psychological behavior is like or how criminals the criminal mentality or how the internal workings of the system itself work and then also then going removing myself from that matrix ass system to Hawaii where I did, you know, barefoot hiking and drinking out of reservoirs and organic farming and stuff and then learning the rhythms of nature and now fusing those two worlds together and being able to be like, Oh, Oh, this is how this is working out.
1: Yep. That's the sudden nature, you know, nature is the way the nature is, is, untouched by, by man's programming, and that's where God speaks to the elements, to the wind, water, the animals, and everything, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the near future because I feel like it's really going to start ramping up here very shortly. I mean, it's been ramping up. Oh, but yeah. Like, oh yeah. I've been telling people, I'm like, we're in a triple-digit year. And that's if you believe that okay timelines so did something happen in 2012 yes my whole life and consciousness shift in 2012 I had a near death experience everything changed Um, but I believe that the real 2012 is actually 2020 Mm. and but because they shifted the dates Mm. these are timelines now they're different timelines Mm. right separate states of consciousness now this in this timeline this matrix timeline it's 2022 right mm-hmm. when really in the spiritual timeline i believe it's actually 2014 but in this matrix timeline 2022 it's two 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 it's a triple digit number the occult loves numerology they don't like good numerology they like dark numerology and the 222 is actually. Favorite fucking number. Six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, six, six, yeah. six. Right? <laughs> right. So, of course, they're going to hammer the fuck out of us this year. Yeah. Right? Next year will be a seven year. It will be a spiritual God year. Well, who's their God? Satan. Mm. They are going to push. I believe, believe me, bro. And I made a prediction in 2019, 2020 means perfect vision. I heard that from Gary, the numbers guy. I can't take credit for that, but I, I always internalize things. So if, if, if 2020 means perfect vision, what does that mean? Oh, it means we're going to see something on a global level. I didn't know what we were going to see. I just knew I felt we're going to see something. And what did we see? Pandemicsville globally. It opened our eyes and a lot of people awoke to that shit. It opened people's eyes and a lot of people closed their eyes they lost their 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 vision mm-hmm. um so next year will be a seven. this year is a six, six represents the family. that's why it looks like a pregnant woman. and that's why they're attacking the family so hard they're they're trying to corrupt the children. they're pushing all this drag queen crap and 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 and, and getting all these people to. To, you know, to to hate their you know fathers because their fathers are male and white or whatever, and it's it's the destruction of the family really hard this year. They're, they're cutting off the heat in people's housing and and, mm. and 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 making it hard for you to provide for your family. Next year, mark my words, bro. They're gonna push this beast system, this satanic bullshit, twice as hard because it's a seven year. Mm.
1: Just gotta go in and do the inner work and anchor in the light, you know.
0: Oh, absolutely, bro! Absolutely, that's why that's why you're on the podcast now. Because I know you speak a lot of the light.
1: Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting.
0: It's <laughs> <That's laughs> exciting, bro. We're, we're we're and I didn't. And I'm sure you would resonate with this. We didn't come back to fail, bro.
1: Oh yeah, I, I don't think that there is a failure. You know, we're we're here on a journey to experience this creation, and then we go back. And report back into the god realms you know and um yeah but
0: uh do you feel like everybody goes back to the god
1: uh i don't know i think some people still need to come down here and learn some lessons you know
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i think i think you know like we made soul contracts and some people are um at the tail end of their contract and some people are gonna be like oh they just really didn't really got what they came out of and gonna come back here you know and
0: I don't know. God, I hope that this is the tail end of my fucking. <laughs> I really do. Or, 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 if I come back, I hope that it's like, like, kind of like the pyramids and sacred architecture period next time, where people are, you know, we're waking up to the sound of those church bells and 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 you know, waking up to meditate and go out into the garden and. Yeah, I really. Don't, you know what I mean? I really don't
1: think that this is the only creation, and that I feel like this is a trial period. Before we get to truly enter the uh, Kingdom of uh, Heaven or, or the true Garden of Eden, you know, I don't think this is it, you know, and, um, you know, that just brings a lot of peace to me and then um, keeps me, um, keeps me in this uh, peaceful state and um, doing my best. And I think that inner peace is, is the state where, where we need to be coming from, you know,
0: what do you see for the future of Hawaii?
1: Future of Hawaii. Wow. Hmm. You know, Hawaii is a major portal um, for consciousness, but also the dark forces. Because, you know, all the five branches of the military are here. Yes. All the big wigs uh, all own huge lands. Zuckerberg. uh, Larry Ellis. You know, uh, I think... um, I don't know. I think Hawaii is going to be front row seat. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's probably... That's probably a good, good, good assessment. Like I had people inviting me to go back to Hawaii and live there and and I could have done it, but I was just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm feeling called to go to the South, dude, the the dirty South, like Tennessee or Carolina or something. I feel like it's going to be like mainland Hawaii almost there. Right. But being, being like rivers and lakes and Uh shit, Uh you know?
1: Yeah. I think, you know, we all have a different calling and, you know, my prayers always be like, not my will, but thy will be done. How can I be of greatest service? You know, how can I serve? You know, And, and just uh, have no personal um, agendas, you know?
0: I feel like wherever I'm, wherever I'm at is where I'm supposed to be at that time. And if there's like some big, you know, world war, then, and I'm stuck in, fucking florida or tennessee or carolina then that's where i'm supposed to be if i'm stuck in la with my family totally and i don't want to be in la believe me but
1: ideally i think ideally it's nice to be able to have uh access outside of the big cities yes i don't want to be in any cities because the big cities is going to be a major um battleground
0: yes it's always like that during war war the yeah. cities i mean just we just look at like if world war 2 wasn't our world war three didn't start two years ago then explain what the hell's going on in the cities right now
1: <laughs> right
0: it's like every sign that we're in world war three
1: this war is a silent war you know what i mean it's an economic it's, it's it's soft tactics and uh it's a slow boiling and heating of the water you know so people are not realizing it yet but like yo the middle middle class lost freaking like billions of income and the upper one percent just saw their income double you know they printed ins and yo there's a massive shifting and and, uh massive financial grab you know wealth grab wealth transfer that's happening right now just like a war you know just that we don't hear bombs and so you think it's it's there's not a war but like yo there's absolutely a war in the spiritual and the financial and the energetic world like this is definitely a time of um, new beginnings where both sizes of the light and dark is, is um, vying and, 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 and posturing up, you know, to be able to like control the, um, the template of creation here.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, like, like you said, with like the financial thing, what'd they do? They just, they bailed out all these billionaires and um, you know, and, and, a lot of the Trump supporters that I know, they, they seem to think that you know he was working for them. Trump was one of them. He's one of them. He's got a five-pointed star on Hollywood Boulevard. He's part of the cult, this the, 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 the satanic five-pointed yeah. star cult. Was he better than a lot of our other presidents? Sure. In some ways, he was worse. Um, and when they transferred all this wealth, what did these people start doing? Started buying farmland. Started mm-hmm. buying gold. Right. Started buying tangible assets so when the financial system collapses they're going to be infinitely richer because they have the land and the gold and the resources so they don't need the money they're not going to need any of the money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they're going to have all the assets right but like we said earlier we all got plans and i feel like there's going to be a curveball bro i really feel that yeah deep in my stomach
1: yeah totally absolutely there'll be a there'll be a, a moment of grace and there'll be a divine intervention you know and um we just got to do our best to be a good samaritan
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: hey right on man. Um, yeah yeah i think i should get back to um what i was doing here was yeah
0: absolutely bro i don't know if you want anybody to know where they can find you you can you can give yourself a shout out
1: Oh yeah, sure. Uh, you can find me on Facebook Sunzu Wong or I, Instagram Sunzu Wong. Um, do
0: it. Do me. F- do a favor, Spell that out for everybody.
1: Oh yeah, S U N, space T Z U space W O N G.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. If you guys have any questions, any uh, need any help, any uh, directions on EMF or anything like that, yeah, feel free to reach out.
0: Right on, bro. It, it was so good to have you on the show. I appreciate you. I love you, and we're gonna stay in close contact. And hopefully, you'll be starting a podcast soon, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about it, and um, hopefully soon. And yeah, man, really great catching up with you. And um, miss you, brother. Good to, to. I
0: miss you too, bro. <laughs> Keep holding it down on the Aina, brother. We'll do. You
1: too, brother. On your end. All right, I will. All right, brother.
0: Thanks for being on. For sure. Aloha. Aloha.